I think we're I think we're rolling. Tell him right I now, think, Ryan. I think rolling. So so, I'm sitting cage side for your fight, and like, I look up, and there's like someone in the cage that should not be in the cage. Like clearly, it wasn't a photographer, it wasn't a referee, it wasn't a corner, it wasn't anyone. And I'm like, why is why is someone in the cage? And I go over to the cage door, and like one of my guys like opens the door for people, and I'm like, who's that dude? And he's like, I don't know. He just came in. I'm like, so I was like, hey, come out. You can't just come into the cage. <laughs> he's like, that's the only time that's ever happened. But he was just like, oh, I was, I was trying to take pictures. I was like, you can't do it in the cage. Like, we have professional photographers that will take care of that. Yeah, he's one of the he's one of the OGs at my boxing gym. His gotcha. His name's Skeets. He always uh, goes in, like, the ring and takes pictures of the fighters. Ah, the see, like, we, we, we can't just let everyone come yeah. in, you know? So, Skeets. but it was the first time that happened. Like that surprises me. Yeah. I told the cage, I'm like, dude, you can't let anyone but corners and officials in the cage. Otherwise, we have like, oh, like there's people, thirty in the people, cage, yeah. and after every yeah. fight celebrating. Yeah, Miguel, could you slide that way a little bit? Sure. Cool. Nice. We'll Probably got, pull that mic yeah, closer just, to you too. Just grab the mic and just pull it towards your so face. That's one thing. Like they sound awesome, but it's like you got. You don't get, have to be gentle with it. You can just pull it wherever. Yeah, just. It's the first time Miguel's ever been gentle with something. Like, yeah, he's a beast. <laughs> I'm like surprised I didn't get armbarred yet. Actually, oh, yeah? I've been around you so long. Like, you've been here 20 minutes, and I haven't been armbarred yet. So I, I feel mean, like you're that's slacking, a world, bro. That's a world record for someone not being around Miguel and not being destroyed, <laughs> not being armbarred. Yeah. Did you? Were you training this morning? Uh, I I just did my five miles this morning. That was it. I didn't know. Just five miles. No yeah. big deal. Pretty I, I, simple. Yeah, I do. I do a lot of running. Do you like running or do you just do, do it? For, okay. I actually do like running. You're one of those freaks that yeah. actually enjoys it. I got I, you. I, I got into it once uh, Once I joined the Army. We okay. We just got forced to run it all the time, and I just ended up liking it. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Where, so 10th Planet, it's, where is that exactly? That's one place I never really knew My where it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's in Newark, Ohio. Okay. And, uh... Probably like ninety minutes from Columbus. Okay, probably about three hours from Pittsburgh. Dang, that's a haul, dude. Yeah, man, I I, I go there every Sunday. It's just uh, that's sweet. Yeah. So when I heard you were training at Tenth Planet, my first thought was, oh, he's out in Bethlehem. Mm -hmm. And then I saw Newark, and I was like, he goes all the way to New Jersey to train. And I was like, oh, it's in Newark, Ohio. Yeah. But then I still don't know where that is. I'm like, oh man, yeah, so it's random. A, it's a nice he, gym. It's a really nice gym. He's a big geography guy. Yeah, I'm a big geography buff. <laughs> so why? Why 10th Planet? Like, what got you started there? I, I actually, I've always, like, so when I started out with Jiu-Jitsu, uh, I was just at, a, like, a local MMA gym, and I wanted to, like, find out more in Jiu-Jitsu, so I just looked up videos, and I saw a bunch of, uh, like, warm-ups from Eddie's YouTube Sick. channel. yeah. And all of a sudden, I was just copying all those moves, and I went to Inaga, uh, just a local grappling tournament, and I, I won, and... One of the 10th Planet guys, his name is John Boros. It's the the instructor at 10th Planet Newark. Mm. He was like, hey, you should come train with us. And I was like, awesome. Yeah, I'll come down. And I, I uh, drove down one time, and uh, I've been training there ever since since uh, 2016. That's awesome. I go there like every Sunday as much as I can. Uh, I've been training with them <laughs> pretty good. Nice. And Ryan's son just like tried to FaceTime or something and totally ruined the screen. Oh, is Way that what go. that was? Way to go, Logan. Oh my goodness, Logan Middleton, you menace! Did he try to FaceTime? <laughs> it didn't ring on my phone. Though. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Just the logo disappeared. I don't know. Just uh, just stick to the 
not room cam, I guess, Danny. No big deal. But uh, that so that first Naga tournament, were you, did you go in like basically self-taught? I know you said you were working at like a little local jiu-jitsu, but were you teaching yourself more? Like just going home, watching videos, and then trying stuff? Uh, kind of. My my uh, uh, MMA coach at the time, his name is Mark Schrader. You guys probably know Mark Schrader. Uh, he, he, he was, uh, more focused on like the boxing side of the, of the MMA. Mm. So I had my, my buddy, he would go to 10th planet in New York, Rochester. Mm-hmm. And he, he's a, he's a blue belt there. So he would come and teach me stuff. So that's kind of also how I got in the 10th planet curriculum. And, uh, I just was doing that pretty much to learn just watching videos. So how different is that? Cause you're the guy that trains everywhere. Like yeah. you're famously the guy associated with every gym in the area, yep. basically. What is so different about 10th Planet? Because you always hear people, like, I know they have specific setups and specific submissions and things like that, but how different is that for you to learn a 10th Planet curriculum versus, like, whatever Stout teaches? Uh, it's, it's just making me be comfortable on my back. Uh, just like, for instance, on the UFC fight, whenever Tony Ferguson beat Kevin Lee, he won with a triangle on his back, which has, like, never been really done in a UFC title fight. Mm-hmm. And I'm um, just trying to make that known with the 10th Planet guys that we can uh, we can win off our back, too. Nice. And obviously, I did that in my last fight. I won off my back, so. That's true. Good point. I think Austin, after that fight, dude, he was super complimentary of you. He was like, I started to defend the triangle, and he literally, perfect timing, switched to the arm bar. Like, it was that was a beautiful submission, man. Well done. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. It was a good fight. What did you expect going into that fight? Did you think that a submission was your best path to victory? Um, I, I honestly was ready to ready to expect to try to do some grappling because I'm sure he was expecting me to shoot a takedown, mm-hmm. even though we're, we're, me and him were both strikers. So that's kind of why I went for the takedown because I knew that he wasn't yeah. necessarily a grappler. So I was like, I had a feeling my grappling was more... Uh, had more strength in the grappling, so I went for the takedown. Nice. We had the one fight where Austin fought Edwin Vera. Did you watch that a lot? Yeah, that? I, okay. I studied that so much. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask, because some guys are like, they don't really care about film. Yeah. They're like, I'm going to go do what I do. I didn't. But you seem a little more analytical than the average Joe. Yeah. You like that? Like, is that fun for you to break down an upcoming uh, fight? Yeah, that's, that's all I do. Nice. Even even people I don't I know I'm not gonna fight like in different weight classes I just like to watch fights. Who's like your all time favorite fighter to just watch? Uh, either Adesanya or Max Holloway. Adesanya, nice dude. Yeah. So many people say Max, by the way. Yeah. Like Lucas Sieber, I remember said Max. It's just who doesn't love Max Holloway? It's like yeah. you you need to leave. He's like <laughs> this generation's like Nick and Nate. He's yeah. like that fun <laughs> guy. I was like, what? I was like confused what Nick and Nate was for oh, a second. Diaz, yeah, the Diaz yeah, brothers. Yeah. Like, but I was like, is that an old like show that Ryan watched when he was a kid? Like, Nick, what's at Nick night, and Nate. Nick and Nate. Yeah. No, the Diaz brothers. Like, yeah, yeah. like, like I used to love watching Nick Diaz, dude. Like, he oh, was yeah. so fun. And then, like, I always viewed Nate until recently as like, well, that's his little brother. Like, that's Nick. Like, Nick's the main guy. Yeah, and he made himself known. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, but he fun. had a little help. He had a little help with Connor. That Connor bump that hits different, as the kids say, <laughs> dude. So we talk about you know studying film. Who are you studying right now, Miguel? You uh, studying anybody? Yeah, there's, there's somebody <laughs> that's um I, I, I might be fighting soon, in a few weeks. Nice. Let the good people know, man. Just say it. Let it out. Right. December seventeenth. Yeah, December seventeenth. I'm fighting uh, a boy from Morgantown. He's a uh, Chance Grillo. Uh, he just had a win against Anthony Moore's back in October. Uh, a few weeks before my fight, and I'm pretty excited to get it on, man. Nice. What are you seeing from him? Because we have 
two videos for you to study of his just with 247. So what do you what do you see in his game? Uh, he's definitely a strong grappler and he's got good kicks. Mm-hmm. So I'm just working on that. That's one thing. Like when we first got Grillo to fight Ferdaz back yeah. at Bit B12, I think it was. All we knew about him was that he was a BJJ brown belt. Yeah. Like that's all we heard. And then there was n- literally no grappling in that fight. Ferdaz did a great job of you know keeping him at range and just setting up his strikes instead. And then against Anthony Morris, it was like Chance yeah, wanted often, wanted yeah. to strike. Like the whole time. Yeah, I was very surprised. So like, fight. I still want to see Chance on the ground. <laughs> and like versus you, that's like that's a dream matchup right there. Like that will be really fun if that fight hits the mat. I think. Yeah. Who who uh, who do you game plan with? Like, and you work with lots of different coaches, but like, who's the coach that like, or the coaches that you really like spend time like, who who sets up your game uh, plan? Mostly Will at, yeah. uh, at Stout. And then uh, on my jiu-jitsu, I'll split it, I'll split it between um, uh, Mike Wilkins and John Boros at 10th Planet. Nice. That's a good split, man. You got a lot of good people around you. Like, how much confidence does that give you going into the cage that you're not just... I don't know. I feel like some people maybe get, like, too tied to a coach. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, they need to get out and get different looks. Like, how much confidence does that give you that you're getting, like, a crazy amount of looks? Oh, I, I think it's awesome because I always get different outlooks because, let's say, like, I want to get a different view. I mm-hmm. can just go to, like, let's say I ask Isaac Greeley, be like, hey, what's your opinion on this? And then I could ask Mike Wilkins, what's your opinion on this? And I could go all the way over to Ohio and ask John Boris, what's his opinion on this? And they all have different little insights, and I'll just take bits and pieces from each person, you know? Yeah, it's pretty clear that you're obsessed with fighting. Yeah. Which is awesome, obviously. But when did that start for you? Like, what was the first time that you remember that you got in a, an actual fight and you were like, I actually enjoyed that? So I, I, I've been doing martial arts since I was eight. With with Mark Strader, I started out with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he started out us with us with the karate, with the tongue sudo, just doing point sparring. And I would always get in trouble for, like, attacking too much because you would only do could do back fists and i would just throw hands and, <laughs> and attack my opponent and he'd be like that's too aggressive you can't be doing that and then once i was old enough uh i took my first boxing match at 14 and uh, i lost that one unfortunately and i he wanted me to try kickboxing so i switched over to that uh, it was about two months later i won that whole tournament and that's why i realized like oh th- I, I guess i am good because i can do my kicks and everything mm-hmm. And then I did my first jiu-jitsu tournament that year as well. I won that, and I realized like, oh, I think I think this is what I want to do and do everything. So I would just take uh, f- like kickboxing matches here and there, jiu-jitsu matches in there, boxing matches in there. Because you know, as a teenager, you can't uh, early teens, mm-hmm. you can't be taking uh, like MMA fights till you're 18, at least in Pennsylvania, right? In this yep. area. So I just did a bunch of those fights until I turned 18. And I just. Took the MMA like literally as soon as I turned eighteen, I just started doing MMA. Did so obviously like that became the plan as you started, you know, grappling tournaments, boxing, all that. Like you knew you were going to go to MMA, but when you first started, was MMA even on your mind? Like when you were just first getting involved in martial arts, were you watching the UFC as a kid or anything? Yeah, I yeah. I, I was that kid that would like watch the Ultimate Fighter. I remember <laughs> watching awesome. the first season with Stefan Bonner and Forrest Griffin. I was one of those little kids. Dude, I was gonna that. say, how old were you in that? Was that you had to be super young? What year was that? Two thousand seven. Sounds right. That yeah, I was, range, I yeah. Was like six or seven. seven <laughs> That's awesome. Like, like most kids are yeah. going home and watching Blues Clues, and Miguel's like, yeah. "Bro, Ultimate Fighter. These guys are about to punch each yeah, other." That That's. <laughs> yeah, when I was a little kid, my favorite fighter was Leo Tomachita. Like I can remember him and him That's and Manny sick. Pacquiao were my two favorite fighters back then when I was little. Wow, that is insane, man. So you were hooked from that mm-hmm. early on. Yeah. To this day, like, what's your favorite fight of all time? Probably 
Robbie Lawler versus Roy McDonald too. Oh, what a pick! Or or uh, uh, Cub Swanson and Duho Choi was a good fight too. <gasps> Dude, that's Dude, a great, that was an awesome great fight. Pick. Pick. Literally Cub, Cub one of Swanson, my favorite yeah. fights. He's another ever. one of my OGs that I was one of my favorites. Nice, Cub is amazing. So I know you want to move to California. Do you yeah. want to train with Cub? Uh, that would be that would be nice. Uh, I already have a place that I'm set on moving to. Okay. And I I was talking to the guys there. Uh, it's in Huntington Beach. It's called Kings MMA. Mm. And uh, they said I'm will I'm free to like uh, train with their fighters and uh, live at their fighter house. And uh, there's there's a there's a Gracie gym near there that's uh, where Cub does his jiu jitsu. So that's I'm awesome. sure I could get some jiu jitsu training with him. Nice. When I worked for Flow Combat, we did these road trip series, mm -hmm. and we did a West Coast road trip and stopped at Kings actually and talked nice to gym, Benil Dariush and yeah. Jake Ellenberger and uh, Kelvin Gastelum. We went out to lunch with Kelvin Gastelum that's actually. Awesome. He always had weight problems, you know, <laughs> like he couldn't make weight. Wait, so, I thought Kelvin was a New York guy. No, no. Oh wow. Why did I, I don't think, think I don't think he's from he's originally from Arizona. Yeah, I, I don't know how yeah, long he's know. been at Kings, but he's been Kings for a good. Okay, day. then I just um, maybe it's just because he missed weight in Madison Square Garden. Honestly, that, <laughs> that might be one. <laughs> that could be one. Honestly, maybe I, I just associate him with New York now. Yeah, but we went out to eat with him and like we were teasing him about like ordering burgers and stuff. We just, just gave him like one piece of fruit. Like here, here you go, Kelvin. This is what you're allowed <laughs> to eat. That's how I feel now. That's that we're cutting weight. <laughs> yeah. How's that going for you guys? Good for me. It's literally the yeah. worst thing. <laughs> no, here's the problem is like <laughs> the problem is I wasn't like I was an involuntary participant. Mm -hmm. It was like, we're gonna do this. Like it's easy to do when you're like inspired, right? right. And so when I was super motivated before, <laughs> I I took it on and I it was good. And like I'm just I don't want to right now. <laughs> it sucks. I made your life a lot better, didn't I? I keep blaming. I keep telling him, like, dude, you just... We went on a road trip. It was <laughs> the worst road trip ever. Yeah, you probably can't snack. We yeah, couldn't yeah. do anything. Yeah. We tried eating. We would, get, we would get done with our day super late. It was like 10 <laughs> o'clock the first night. Ready? This is two... We spent two nights there. First night, 10 o'clock. We haven't eaten yet. Dinner. We hadn't eaten since lunch, and we were both starving, but we were tired of like driving around, like so. We just ordered what did we order um, on the Uber thing? Uber eats. Uber yeah, eats. yeah. So we order it. <laughs> I've never had luck with this, and it. So we both order a salad and chicken wings, eight wings a piece. Total comes to seventy five dollars. <laughs> Pretty reasonable, and. I couldn't eat any of it. <laughs> the wings came and they were breaded. Oh. The so wings we're, like, were no breaded, carb, so but they're like... covered in breading. And we're like, well, that sucks. My salad was correct. Like I got a grilled chicken salad, and but it was, was like the least impressive. It was tiny and ever. terrible. Yeah, it was yeah. tiny and terrible. But and then my salad, <laughs> I ordered like the chef's salad. Like it was like it called an Italian salad. It was like the meats on it, you know. Except mine didn't have any meat on it. It was literally like lettuce and one cherry tomato. <laughs> Vegetarian. That's about I was it. So yeah. uh, like I was, I was Dude, angry. It was the angriest I've ever seen Ryan. Legitimately, <laughs> I was Legitimately. so angry. He thought I was pretending to be yeah, angry. Yeah. Like That's at first, angry. I'm like, oh, it's funny. He's like doing a bit, like acting really mad. But then he was still that mad. Like five minutes later, I was like, oh, this is real. Yeah, yeah I was pissed. It wasn't good. So that was the first night. Second night. We're like, that's not happening again. 
we are not going to put ourselves in that position. So we, we, we were getting back. It was like eight o'clock and we go to the grocery store and we buy steaks and we buy like, um, asparagus, asparagus and some veggies. And we get back to the room and we, so we're in Airbnb with just one bed. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> nice. But um, so we get back there. <laughs> Miguel's like, I don't judge. Whatever. <laughs> we get back there, and uh, and we knew there was a chance that there was no skillet there, but we we were just I was just gonna run out and grab a skillet, but there was, but it was like really small, and they could only cook one thing in there at a time. But whatever, we were figuring it out. And we were fine. We had like some Tito's, right? <laughs> Helps you get through anything. So, mm-hmm. so we start cooking, and all of a sudden. Baby, there's no smoke in the room and the fire alarm is just going off and we're having to like, you know, get the it was we couldn't cook the steaks because we had to like make smoke. And yeah. they were so sensitive. So it was literally like the like the veggies were good. The veggies were good. That's that was the one thing the that good we food did. we yeah. had on the trip. Yeah, dude. I think I just got like PTSD just reliving. Yeah, I, I noticed at one point I was just like staring there, the like yeah, stare. yeah, dude. It was like Vietnam flashbacks <laughs> in my brain. So what's like for you? What's the one thing with getting ready for a fight, making weight? Like, what do you crave? And this is a mean question right now, being that you have a fight coming up. But um, probably candy. Candy. Nice. Oh, that was nice of you guys to have candy sitting yeah. there, jerks. What? That was a. Hard Halloween. Yeah, I'm sure. So, like... What's your candy? That's what I was just going to say. Before um, you got here, we ranked... There's, like... I don't mean to just keep rubbing it in, but there's, like, ten different candies in that. So And, like, we ranked them top to bottom, so... I'm definitely, like... My favorite is definitely Skittles. That's oh, damn. so you're, like, a... Yeah. Okay. I was just saying that. Skittles are bomb. Skittles are the best. Skittles are... How do you eat Skittles? Do you, like, pop one in your mouth and chew it? Or no, do you, I like... keep them all in my mouth. And, just and, put, and like, make it into just, one big glob? Yeah. Oh, that's the best way. Dude, I don't think I've ever eaten Skittles like that. Dude, no, there's that. no... You put, like, a bunch in your mouth. You just gotta binge it. And then you, su- and then you like, suck the, like, the... <laughs> whatever. <laughs> you, you can't even say anything like this without him laughing. And then you, like, suck the shell off, and they, like, merge together. And then you chew on that whole big ball yeah. for a while. Oh, that's see, that sounds like advanced skittling. You both are looking at each other like, yeah, obviously that's, that's the, technique. the way to do it. That's the technique. When you eat a lot, you you're obviously not a Skittles guy because you I mean, end I up like eating them. it like that yeah, if you regularly right. eat Skittles. I, I definitely don't. I like them when I but have them. Marshawn Lynch is a big Skittles guy. Huge Skittles guy. All right, so Skittles number one. Finish your top three. What else you got in there? Hmm. Um, probably Sour Patch Kids. So he's Bro. he's I like the, not a I like chocolate sour, guy. I like the, oh, I'm allergic to peanuts. So it's kind of ah, hard. that sucks. But if I had to pick chocolate, it'd be the the, the white chocolate Hershey bars. Okay, those ones are Ooh, that's a that's a pick. Like so the cookies, like, what about the, the, like the cookies, cookies and cream? And cream. Yeah, yeah, there I mean. you go. yeah, those ones. Nice. That's a good pick, yeah. dude. Sour. Pa- How do you feel about sour Skittles? Those Com- are good too. Combine the, your top two, yeah. basically. Right. Ooh, dude, those are traditional Skittles still. Then you got the wild berry ones. Those are good, too. Those are good. I definitely never had those. those yeah, because that's because you're not a Skittles guy. I, I mean, just had yeah. some last night. Wild berry? Oh, yeah. Dude. You guys are way He's ahead a of me. sweets eater yeah, yeah. right there. That that kid. Yeah, Danny Palm's a, a savage on the sweets. He doesn't eat anything that's, like, nutritional value. <laughs> See, he eats candy and given to fly, I think. That's, yeah. like, his whole diet. Have you ever had given to fly in Federal Galley downtown, North Shore? Mm-hmm. 
Dude, these chicken sandwich. I don't know if you like fried chicken, but these like chicken tenders and chicken sandwiches are unbelievable. It's, that sounds good. It's it's so good. It's you can't. I, we can't do it justice. I've literally told everyone. You know how when you like invite someone to do something, you're like, "This is so good," and then they they're like build it up so much that it's like, "Yeah, it's good," but like <laughs> there there were no curtains that opened, like mm-hmm. no epiphany. You can't. Like everyone I've I've built it up and they're like, oh my gosh, it's even better than you were saying. Yeah. It's yeah, good. It's a camp myth. Like anytime somebody wants a recommendation for food in the city, I'm like, just go to give them the flies. I'm the same. Well, Troy needs to start paying us, bro. <laughs> Troy, hook us up, bro. Or sponsor us. I'm just yeah, gonna... we could be a sp- you could be a sponsor. We're like post weigh in official meal yeah, provider. That'd be nice. Dude. Yeah. That'd be real nice. Miguel, Miguel's gonna armbar you if you don't do it, Troy. <laughs> nice. Got Dude, this, this turned into the meanest podcast ever for a fighter like trying <laughs> like, to make weight. Talk about food. food the entire time. What's your okay? So we got your candies. I'm gonna just keep it rolling. Yeah. What's like your last meal if you had to just like you, death? Yeah, like you're on death row and you oh. get one last meal. What are you gonna pick? Probably pizza. Just like flat what out kind? pizza. Like a certain any literally pizza. any pizza. He's like, I'm gonna die. Like, like what's your favorite pizza? Stuffed crust. Okay, but like Thin from crust. where? Domino's. Domino's. Domino's oh. stuffed crust. Jesus, that's a he's pulling that's out the a pick. Have you had caliente? No, I have not. Very good. Very good pizza. That's my probably one of my. It's up there. I can never say no to pizza. Dude, I like Domino's stuffed crust as a pick. That's not what you expect people to go with, I'll say. Especially in Pittsburgh, because there's like a lot yeah. of good local pizza joints, and everybody fights well, about which one's better. Dylan Cole would would argue that there's no good pizzas around here. Or not, like, they're not he that good. He did say that. And then he sent a pizza from, like, Wilkes-Barre. And it did look really it good. It looks good. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That looked yeah. really good. Dude, that's awesome. But is the weight cut, You want, do you eventually want to get to 135? Yeah. Well, that's, uh, yeah, I'd like to do that. Okay, that's where I... Th- is it tough for you? Because, like, you d- you are kind of bigger to me. You don't look like a 135 to me. I'll say that. Me and Lucas are the same size. Really? Like, you weight, seem, like same exact weight. You seem bigger to me. I don't know why. Yeah. But Lucas is, like, thin as well for 135. Yeah. He's, like, long and lanky. But you guys are similar in that regard. Yeah. Kind of long and lanky. Well, have you have you done a test? Have you ever, like, tested to see where I've you get I've made 35 to- before. Yeah. Were you 35... In Pinnacle fight? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I didn't know that. But that's like you were 18 then. You're like yeah, I was 18 24. Now. 43 now. A little more filled out. Yeah. We were shout both at... To, her, shout out to Hurt Locker. He's the one who made me gain all my muscle. Nice. Yeah. So if you guys want to look at a strength and conditioning coach. Hurt Locker. Yeah. Who? H- H-I-R-T. Where's Christian, that at? Christian Hurt. It's in... Uh, it's... Uh, Dormont? I'm is trying to remember guy? where it is. It's on McNeely Road. Yeah, Baldwin. that's Stormont. Baldwin. That's a, there you oh, go. no. Okay. Is it? Okay. Baldwin. Uh, that's was, close. Same area. Yeah. No, not really. <laughs> to me, it is. No. Mr. Geography. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, I'm loving, like, this matchup, I'll say, December 17th. Like, when we signed that fight and, like, both sides agreed, I was I was hyped. Like, you can ask these guys. I was like, that's, that's a banger. Like, I was very happy to get that fight signed. To have you back against Chance, like, that's just a sick matchup. What do you envision in that one because like i said he's definitely shown more stand-up than i expected i expected him to be like a pure grappler and that's all he wants to do but clearly he's comfortable on his feet too it's like how how do you approach one like this gonna be a good display of mma nice lots of scrambles hopefully that's a good way to put it 
How do you are you one of those guys who envisions a fight from start to finish? Like, this is how I'm going to finish it because I always heard about like GSP before fights would literally just like sit down and visualize the whole fight. Yeah. Do you do that? Yeah, I, en- I envision how I'm going to win. Nice. But that's a secret. Um. Did you, what did you what did did you envision the Austin fight? Did yeah. you get it right? Yep. Did, was that the only thing you envisioned, or did you have a bunch of things? I had I had like like options. But yeah. Like a choose your own adventure book. Like yeah. it could go this way, and then this will happen. And but then. that uh, you you could ask Mike Wilkins that that takedown that I landed. Like we drilled that for like five weeks. That's awesome. <laughs> I always wonder awesome. like how much do you guys like how much do you train scrambles like so important but like that's like the one of those things that like how much goes into practicing like scrambling well if you train with lucas it's like every time yeah because <laughs> he's a wrestler so. yeah yeah you're just constantly yeah, scrambling constantly against scrambling. it what's it been like adding him to the fold i it's mean he's awesome. super talented obviously but it, like it's been great like i help him with the striking and he helps me with the wrestling and it's like we got the best of both worlds. We're like we're constantly leveling each other up. We keep getting so much better with mm-hmm. each other. Do you think wrestling is your biggest weakness still? Um, I don't know now. Like it's it's gotten a lot better <laughs> yeah. ever since I've been like working with him and, and Mike and all the guys at the Matt Factory. I'd say I'm pretty well rounded now. Nice. Are there other guys and you don't you don't have to name names if you don't want to, but are there guys that like you felt like you were behind in wrestling that you feel like like now I'm on this person's level, or like right near their level. Uh, my my buddy Alan Alan Liu, he he um he just came back to visit from Hawaii. Uh, Did he? Yeah, I was wondering about yeah, he was, Alan. He was just visiting. But he he moved to Hawaii. Yeah, because he was in New York for a while too. Yeah. Okay, he's from New York. Uh, but yeah, he he uh he moved to Hawaii. He came here to visit, and he was like, "Your your wrestling got a lot better, and you got a lot stronger." So, shout out Hurt yeah. and shout out Stout. Nice, that's awesome, man. You can't fight in pittsburgh without some wrestling (laughs) you gotta know how to wrestle a little bit or like even the guys who aren't wrestlers can wrestle here yeah like Zack snyder's fight yeah he had no business and he looked like a like a d1 wrestler in that fight like i thought he was gonna just come out and strike the whole time and then he just wrestled i'm like well Zack can wrestle of course he can all of alan's fights been like that too yeah and he's never wrestled in college (laughs) or high school that's hilarious yeah the pro boxers in Pittsburgh know how to wrestle. I mean, that's just right. a thing, yeah. right? My, my buddies, the Conways, they wrestled in high school. It's crazy. Like, <laughs> Look at, like, yeah. Rich Cantalina. Like, yeah. yeah. All can those wrestle. guys can wrestle. They all wrestle, man. That's just part of the culture. Hutch. Hutch can wrestle. Dude, of course. They, that You just can't. It's, like, such a determining factor. Like, if one guy can wrestle and the other guy can't at all, the fight's over. Man. Like, that's it. You, there's just no Unless you get the one, one, one punch knockout. Yeah, yeah. It's just such a deciding factor. Did you feel like when you first started, though, like your wrestling was really hindering you at first? Um, Not my first fight. My first fight, I dropped the guy, and then I took him down, and then I really choked him. But the second fight, <laughs> I, I it was my pinnacle fight. It was the second fight. I fought Sal Di Simone. Mm-hmm. He was a, he's a judo black belt and he re- he's a good wrestler and uh, I definitely let Danny work on my my uh, takedowns. As an amateur, is that exciting to you in a weird way when you lose a fight and you're like, all right, back to the drunk? Like this is what I need to work. On. I know exactly yeah. what I need to do. Is that fun for you? Yeah, win or lose, I- I'm just happy to get in there and learn. Like I'm just grateful for the opportunity that I have these these this body that I can actually be able to compete because there's people out there that can't even you know get out of bed so i'm just grateful to be able to do what i want to what i want to do you know 
Yeah, that's really inspiring, man. Well, I talked to Adam Milstead before, and uh, I had a long sit-down interview with him, and he was saying at one point, like, he was out of the game. This was before he got to the UFC, mm -hmm. too. He was like, I'm done. Like, I'm just bagging it up. And he met a kid in a wheelchair, a young kid in a wheelchair, who came up to him and was like, I wish I could do what you do. And Adam was instantly like, what am I doing? Like, why am I throwing this away? Like, I have a gift to be able to do this. So you feel a little bit of that, too. Yeah. Where does, where does that come from, do you think? Um, just because as a kid, I, I had a bunch of, like, issues growing up. Like, I had real bad asthma, and I just, uh, I was super unathletic. And I was told, like, you're not going to be able to do any athletic sports when you grow up. You're probably just going to be a nobody. And then I was like, no, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to prove everybody wrong. And then I just took up competing, and now... You were you were unathletic? Yeah, very unathletic. You like, could, you thought that, or, like, you told, actually were? Yeah, you could ask people. Like, I, I would run my one miles in, like, 40 minutes. Like, it was bad. <laughs> like, I like, it would That's almost like, collapse. I could beat that. Yeah. <laughs> That's nuts. I had really bad asthma, too, actually, growing up. So I, I get that. That sucks. Wait, this, like, that's, uh, wait I, I thought asthma was, like, a lifelong thing. I mean, technically, I don't think you ever get rid of it. I just, like, never have asthma attacks anymore. Yeah, I only get asthma attacks when I'm, like, super sick. Yeah, you kind of like, grow out of it to a it degree. It used to be workout-induced asthma when I was a kid, so like mm -hmm. that's why it was so bad. Yeah, same. Ah, see, I just thought asthma was like you either have asthma or you don't. And yeah, like, I think you always have it. Yeah, but it's just not nearly as bad yeah. as you get older. But some people don't grow out of it either, and it's like bad their whole life. So I don't know. I'm not a Didn't not a Bettis, scientist. Bettis have asthma. Yeah, yeah. Sure mm -hmm. did. Yeah, yeah. You'd see him puffing his inhaler yeah. once in a while on the sideline. Pretty awesome inhaler. Yeah. Puffing I think I head. got one. I think yeah, I, I still I still take mine before my fights just in case. Yeah, dude. Remember <laughs> the UFC fight, Greg Hardy, Hardy taking yeah. it mid fight. Yeah, I don't. I don't like, think that's yeah, allowed. Yeah, you can't do that, bro. <laughs> like he's, you're disqualified. He's just on the stool, like just puffing that thing. Technically Girls. a steroid, I guess. Yeah, it is. It you're, really you're is. You're opening your lungs back up. Mm -hmm. I, do. I don't know. Did you play any other sports? Like you say, you were unathletic, didn't run, but did you do anything else? Just played chess. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I was so, a nerd, man. So we always hear we always hear jujitsu like described as human chess. Yeah. Is that valid? One hundred percent. Nice. Yeah, I think that's why I like to analyze things so much because mm -hmm. I played chess so much as a kid. Because I I would go to like kind of like how it is in wrestling where you get like big tournaments and stuff. That's how I was in chess. Was Were you a school? Were you a bookworm? Uh, not really. No, I just super into chess. <laughs> just chess. Yeah. Did you like win some chess tournaments yeah. and stuff too? Are you still into it? Uh, I I haven't honestly haven't played since I started competing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, this is less fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, could I? I could beat someone on a board. I could beat their just brain beat in. Them. Like, dude, I bet if there was a combo chess and jujitsu tournament, like you would definitely be the best. I've in the heard. World. I've seen chess boxing matches. It's kind of cool. Wait, wait. What does it talk to me about? Yeah. That? I, what I, is it, that? I I saw it on YouTube. It was like chess boxing. They'll do like. <laughs> Like a three-minute awesome. round of, like, speed chess. Oh. And then when the round's over, they box. It's kind of cool. <laughs> it's cool. That is the best awesome. idea ever. Two, Dude, four, seven, speed, speed boxing. boxing. Yes. Chess. I'll be the ref. Chess speed boxing. Mark it down. Dude, you would you would definitely be the champ of that in Pittsburgh, <laughs> right? Do you know any other fighters that play chess? Around, Around here? here? Yeah, I yeah. I don't know. He hasn't played since he's been competing. He gave it he up, He would bro. still whoop him. So... <laughs> Like you talked about, like losing a fight, not having like this negative. Like you, you know Edwin, and you know how he is. He's like the exact opposite. Like he puts all this pressure. I try to talk to him all the time. Like I'm pretty close with Edwin. 
like he puts all this pressure on himself and he lets himself down. He's he's a, he's very emotional. He's an emotional guy. Are you, like do you feel like that's a lot different for you? Like yeah, you, for sure. I I I've, I was that guy in like tournaments that I would sleep and they'd have to wake me up to like be like, hey, your match is coming up. Like I I just I have I I don't get like nervous when mm. it comes to matches because I'm just like happy to I'm just so happy to be there, so grateful to be able to compete. That like when I'm in there, I'm just you probably could see when I was just so happy. Like just seeing everybody watching, it's like, wow, this is like a moment. Yeah. Just only me and my opponent are going to ever have. And it's just, I just think it's awesome. It's a really mature outlook, man. Like, where do you think that comes from, though? Like, what? so many fighters don't think that way. I'll put it that way. Like, so many guys don't have that outlook and are extremely nervous or, like, extremely emotional, like, whatever it might be. What do you think it is about you that allows you to be so relaxed and enjoying it? I don't know. I guess just my, my how my parents brought me up. Just They were like, no matter what happened, just be happy that you got to actually compete because there's people there that out there that wish they could do what you could do, but they can't because there are limitations, whether it be physical or mental or whatever. Mm-hmm. So are you saying there's no nerves? Like you don't get nervous at all? Or are you saying like it's pretty well in check? It's like good, good nervous energy. Yeah. There's no negative thoughts. I'm yeah. just happy. Good to go. Because <laughs> I've always heard there's like a certain nervousness that's healthy yeah, like you know like sure. a healthy nervousness like if i don't go in there and like at least be nervous then i'm gonna be too loose and i'll yeah. just leave myself open yeah there. there's always like uh, there's a, it's like a good nervous energy it's like oh yeah I'm, I'm ready let's go but it's not like where it's just too much like whereas comma has the big dick energy yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally different than the good nervous energy yeah, yeah. <laughs> everybody's got their own energy yeah I think, like, I get a certain nervousness just watching fights. Uh, like, I don't know if you get it, too. It's not yeah, like... I do actually get, like, the, I get nervous watching my friends fight, but I don't I've get heard that, that from that a lot of guys. Watch. I don't yeah. get that nervous for my fight. Like, it's harder to watch somebody yeah. else fight than to fight yourself. Yeah, yeah. like, one of the most nervous I've probably gotten is watching my buddy Tucker Rogers fight. Like, mm. that's my homie from uh, 10th Planet Newark. Shout out to Tucker. Uh, he, uh, like anytime he competes, like I'm like shitting myself. I'm like so <laughs> nervous. And then when he wins, I'm like screaming. So much better. Yeah. It's it's hard for sure to like watch people you care about lose or get hurt, get knocked out, like whatever it may be. But that's part of the game, right? Yeah. The weird thing is like when I'm when I'm at a show that's our show, like I. I do a really good job of completely turning that off because mm-hmm. I, I have to. Yeah, you got to be neutral. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But when I like when when I'm watching when I watch Kama and either in the UFC or even when he went to Tennessee and fought, like we're close. Like that's my boy. Like I was super upset and like it was just totally different. Yeah. But like on fight night when it's when it when it's a two four seven show, like I, I I've completely turned that off. Like it's. Pretty yeah. weird. I don't. Now that I think about it, it is weird. You might be a psycho, Ryan. I'm pretty. Uh, well, what do you mean, might be? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, let me. I'm getting away. Cue the Michael now. Myers music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dylan, edit that in and post. Edit in some Michael Myers. Music. I remember you on Lucas's podcast. You said there's like a. Spe- you tried to do a specific sound for each. Yeah. Could be the Michael Myers. Dude, one. there we go. <laughs> That's beautiful. That should be your walkout, too. Yeah. What's your walkout song right now? I change it every time. Yeah. yeah. What do you got coming up, or is that a secret, too? Um, I haven't decided yet. I like you did the... I know you shaved your head, but you did, like, the fight. You took a poll for what color your hair should be yeah. for the last one. Probably do the same thing. You'll have some hair back by then? Nice. How's it coming, How's it coming back in? It's getting there. 
Oh yeah, dude, your hair grows fast. My hair goes quick. Dang. Yeah. It's like it's like high and tight right now. Nice. Yeah. You think Green's gonna win again? Most likely. Just because of my fight nickname. Yeah. His my that character's hair is green, so that's probably why. Yeah, that's. I don't know that world at all. Like I heard you talking about it with Luke Payson too on MMA Fancast. Yeah. Your nickname and stuff, and that's I never got into it, but. Is that anime? Yeah, I'm gonna okay. I'm, I'm like I'm gonna sound I'm a huge real dumb. Anime guy. I'm just like Adesanya. That's probably why I like. He's my favorite fighter because me and him are just super yeah. Into anime. Did you see that interview he just did before his fight with Pereira, where it was like just pure anime the whole time? Talk, dude. Is he? He's legit, right? Like yeah. Like he's really. Into it. He yeah, does yeah. the right hand signs and everything. When he's, <laughs> when he's like, does the right hand? Yeah. Signs. So there's certain hand signs that are right and wrong. Yeah. Like. If somebody said they liked anime, what would you ask them to like prove? Like, how could you prove that they're just faking it to be cool, real quick? Uh, you could just ask them like specifics about like a certain episode that happened in that story. Nice. And then if they were like making stuff up, we could tell. Do people do that? Because it does seem like very hip to be in nowadays. Anime right yeah, now. yeah, back yeah. then you get bullied for right. it. Right now they try Isn't to that act weird? like yeah. Like now it's the cool thing to enjoy. Wait, it's the cool. Like I'm so uncool. I don't know what's cool. No, I mean I'm not into it. So now that's a trendy thing. Yeah, Yeah. I think so. I guess maybe it's because fighters like anime now. So like, oh, I want to be badass. So I watch anime. Well, Joey Munoz, he he fought for us a couple times. He's from New or Arkansas, and he was like, every time I went on his Facebook page, it was like anima stuff, and I'm like, (laughs) yeah, it's how I am. It's a whole different world and everything. Nice. Yeah. What's like your top? What, like, is there even top three anime characters? Like, is that a I thing? I mean, Naruto is always my favorite anime of all time. So. Okay. What is it? Naruto. Okay. Yeah. I, where, like, for it's me, a different world. if I went home and watched something to get into it, what would you tell me to watch? Death Note. Death Note. That's definitely one to start out. Is that a movie? It sounds it's, like it's a just movie. like a it's just like a thirty episode anime. Oh. It's not that long. Just thirty. It's just thirty, 30 episodes. episodes. I think it's thirty or more. I don't know. Wait, it's is, not that long. So is it is that like a does that mean they're thirty minutes each? Yeah, they're thirty minute episodes. Okay. okay. They're not right. that long. That's not that bad. So do they have commercials? No. Or, uh, are they just online? Yeah. Like you can on YouTube. Uh some of them are on Netflix, some of them are on Hulu. And then okay. there's its own like streaming service called Crunchyroll, but that's just anime only. I've heard of that. Yeah. I think that was like on my TV when I bought it. Crunchy yeah, I think that's like a <laughs> yeah. like that pre-installed. What's that one with the popcorn? The one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One of those. Like nice, dude. Yeah, that's the. I, I, I don't know if this is technically anime or not, but I did watch Grave of the Fireflies before. Have you ever seen mm-hmm. that? Must not be anime. Then. <laughs> yeah, pretty sure you're it's just an, talking about it's something else. It's an animated else. Japanese movie, dude. Seriously, Grave of the Fireflies. It's so, so good. How, it's wait, so how, good. Hold, hold on, not to go, but how do people get into like what what what's the? It's just a good show. Like what what is it? For what? Like how do you get into anime? It's 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 just like any watching any type of like genre of show. It's just its own thing. Because like there's different genres of anime too. There's like action, drama, romance, and things like that. But uh, I've been watching anime uh, like since I was a baby. I remember watching Dragon Ball Z when I was like in the crib. So, <laughs> gotcha. You grew up on anime yeah. and UFC, dude. Yep. That's you had to be a fighter then. Yeah. Like there was no other choice for you. Yeah. Growing up, there was a Street Fighter whole vending machine in your house. Like <laughs> yeah. I don't know I was, how I, was, I ended yeah, up. I was a one fighter. of those little kids that would like be at like CC's Pizza playing the Mortal Kombat game. <laughs> you know? CC's Pizza. CC's Pizza. That's how, CC's better than Domino's or no? I mean, for the nostal- it's got the buffet. It's got the nostalgia also. factor too. So. True. 
I'd I probably go CeCe's Pizza then because it's just nos- that nostalgia. And variety. Yeah. Like you can just get a little bit of this, a mm-hmm. little bit of that for five bucks. Yeah. I think it was like five bucks. Yeah, it was crazy. But like CeCe's was everywhere before it was here. Like where was CeCe's out near you? There was none when I grew up, but when I was in college in Morgantown, there was one. Okay. So yeah, as a broke college kid, CeCe's, big win for me. Big approval. Yeah. Life changer when they brought that to town. Dude, the buffalo chicken there. And they had a macaroni and cheese pizza, I remember, mm-hmm. too, that that was better than it had any business being. Yeah. Good CC. I heard about another chicken, buffalo chicken pizza today. George. Wait, Frank's. Frank's. George Frank, whatever. <laughs> George Frank. Frank's Pizza, he in was Millville. talking about, has oh, in Millville. It's supposed to be the best, like, buffalo chicken pizza. Definitely in Pittsburgh and maybe the world. <laughs> I'll definitely have to try after says the fight that. then. Dude, that's what I'm thinking. I feel like after the fights, we need to have like some kind of food party 100%. now. After this, after torturing you with this for 30 minutes. Yeah. Did you come to to the after party? I did. I okay. actually yeah. I, I, I went with uh, Lucas and Austin. I mean, me, I bought him some drinks. Like me and him celebrating. Did you guys eat there though? Yeah. Okay, good. Food was good, man. Yeah. I, I was definitely loving that. It was definitely filling. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, it might not have been filling, but. For you. Was, when you yeah. hadn't yeah. eaten in so long. <laughs> yeah. What was your you, uh, cranberry vodka? Was yeah. that your drink of choice? That's all I drink. Okay, so let me ask you this. I don't think I've ever asked a fighter this. So you weigh in, mm-hmm. and then like you have a meal afterwards. Like, what what's that meal like? It's carb heavy usually, and so, you, also you focus on rehydrating as well. Okay, the and then the next day, like what's the what's the eating going on? Uh, pretty much like the same thing. Focus Lots on of carbs. carbs and getting starches down. Pretty much just stuff that's gonna put your weight back on and make you feel like give you good energy. energy. Yeah, but nothing unhealthy. Like, like if you're gonna do carbs, it'd be like rice or um like fruits and things like that. You mm-hmm. don't want to do anything like that has a lot of oils and like really bad fats. Like right. save the pizza and stuff till after the fight. Sure. Are you working with a mortal diet optimization yeah, now? I, I just thought started, so. I just nice. started working with him this camp. That's sick. How's that been going? It's going good. Nice. What's yeah. the program like? Because they're so new. I'm sure people would yeah, want to hear about So what he'll do it. is he'll send me like a meal plan, and he said just mix and match with, with what you want to do, and then based off of that, you eat eat what he tells you to eat, and the weight just comes down slowly. Lose like a pound or two a week. Smart. That's the smart way to do it versus that last-minute 20-pound cut. Yeah. Have you ever had to do one of those, like a huge last-minute cut? The pinnacle fight was like that. What's that like? Sucks. <laughs> what's the worst I've ever felt? What did you do? Just like sauna I, I and ran, run, or I, what? With, I didn't eat for a week, and I just ran with a sauna suit on. Like, did you, you make weight? Yeah. <sighs> Dude, did you like literally not eat for a week though, yeah, or was it I, like I just sucked on popsicles? <laughs> I was, I was bad. Dude, it was a very unhealthy way to cut. I weight. was gonna say that sounds like the worst thing to do to get ready for a fight. Yeah. Like you just enter. Super I didn't even weak. know that you were supposed to water load or anything. I just. Figuring that, like, the science of that has come so far. Yeah. People have that dialed in now to where, like, if you want to. It's still a mentality, right? Like, we still yeah. see fighters miss weight all the time. It's like, well, you, you didn't care. Like, there, there's very few excuses for missing weight nowadays, I feel like. Yeah, 100%. What's yours going to be when you miss weight? December 16th? I didn't care. <laughs> so you guys going to be weighing in with us? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Are you guys going to face off? We should. Dude, I'll face him in the cage. All right, yeah, I'm we'll a, fight like Saturday. After this, I'm like a rabid dog. We like, should have you guys I do the rip intermission his... as the Dude. exhibition fight. Yeah, let's let's put... We'll put on those fat suits. <laughs> like, this we... is what we looked like before. Yeah, yeah. 
We'll put a given to fly sandwich in the center and we all fight for it. The winner gets it. <laughs> it's like hungry, hungry hippos, but <laughs> with chicken sandwiches. Dude, that sounds awesome, honestly. We need Dude, to make that I happen. I love given to fly. It's so ridiculous. My wife's calling me. Nice. Put her on the mic. No. Put her on speakerphone. She'll be so <laughs> mad at me. <laughs> Record it. But yeah, dude, so you're having a ridiculously successful amateur career, obviously. You looked amazing in your last fight. What's the plan moving forward? Because I know you're you're one of those guys that's in it for life. Like, you want yeah, UF, UFC champ. For sure. How are you mapping that out right now? Um, So, I, I'm just planning to take as many amateur fights as I can before I move to Cali. I'm moving to Cali in June, and I'm going to focus on my pro career over there. Nice. We're definitely gonna miss you when you move, man. That's maybe maybe I'll do my my pro debut here in in uh, for a Washington card. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Let's. How many amateur fights do you want? Because we see a lot of guys like try to get one or two and go, but then there's the other mentality. It seems a little more old school. Where like the Ethan Goss, where you get like 10, 11 amateur fights and then go pro. Which where so do you think you'll after, end up? After this fight, I'll be at six. I want to take maybe one or two more. Okay. Maybe. And then you said you're leaving for California when? June. Pro gotcha. debut in April. Oh, well, he said he wants more amateur fights. Yeah, yeah. We'll get him one more amateur and then... I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> is that your decision or is that your coach's decision for when you want to turn pro? Or is it like a joint discussion? Uh, It's just my plan. Yeah. Okay, nice. So do you have like... Like most, like you're you're kind of different in your situation. At least it seems than most because you you kind of bounce around a lot more. Yeah. And and like, but you do consider. Where do you consider like your home gym? See, there you're the literally the only one I know that like that's the reaction because. Yeah, because I feel like if I pick a certain gym, it's I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna alienate alien? the other one. Yeah. 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 So, do you want me to answer for you? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so, like, most guys would say, like, oh, like, as soon as my coach says I'm ready to go pro, like, I'll go, I'll, I'm going to go pro. Like, how is that being decided for you? Um, so Are you going to bounce it off of? I, I guess probably based off of who I ask my fights for. I always ask, uh, so I'll, I'll ask, I'll ask David Sachs, and then I ask Will. And then once I get their approval, then I fight. Then I accept the fight. So I'll probably do something similar to that. Okay, so that's when... So most fighters, we... I mean, everyone, we go to their coach and present the fights to them. We don't even tell the fighters about it. Do we talk directly to you? Yep, and then I ask ask Dave, and then I ask Will. And if they say yes, then I tell you guys yes. Yeah, that was funny. I actually... This was for the Austin fight. I hit Sax up first, thinking, you know, we're going to do it the same way we do everybody else. And Sax is like, just talk to Miguel directly. When you when you got somebody, come back to me. <laughs> it's like, all right. Fine. Yeah, I always make sure to, like, double check with everybody before That's I accept smart. anything. Yeah, yeah. You would never want to not do it that way and yeah, get called out on yeah. Facebook or something. Yeah, because I, I started out, <laughs> my, my, my first fights, like, my first MMA fights, I just took fights. Yeah. Like, my my corner for my first MMA fight was my boxing coach. That's was it Troy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was just Troy and then my other boxing coach Jeff, like they 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 were just there. Then I, I most of the fight was on the ground and they were like, "Just keep doing what you're doing." <laughs> That's like, hilarious. I'm going to do what I got to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, let me ask you this, that fight, he and I were both there by the way. Um that fight, did you hear anything about like Sal 
and his the first my people. first fight or my, my your first fight, fight. no first no fight I'm sorry I'm sorry the pinnacle fight where did you hear anything about Sal and his like the people that were with him starting anything I don't know that's I was just told I I was just uh just ready to fight no no, no. I mean I mean like after like he had a rowdy group of friends that did you. Later on, I heard that there was like a lot of commotion, really? and like yeah, but I didn't, I didn't experience it that night. At the all. only person that walked up to me after was Jonas Rubiano, and he was like, "Come train with us." I see you're Filipino. I'm Filipino. Let's come train. Mm. And I've been training at Stout ever since then. Yeah, that's they cool. were like, we all cross train mm-hmm. together, and I was like, yeah, and you're like, I'm gonna be the spokesperson for cross training now. That yep. should be your like when we announce you, it should be like fighting out of cross training MMA academy, yes. <laughs> Miguel. Yeah, I like it. Well, or we could like make a gym with every gym's name, like kind of, <laughs> like, you know, like Benifer and like <laughs> yeah. you know, he could have a gym like that. You oh, know, dude, that's hilarious. Tenth like Academy, Gracie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt Fat Mactory. Oh no, oh, that's that's, <laughs> that's something, something totally that's something different. different. I never noticed the Tenth Planet logo. Like the the T isn't white. Is it like a See how like it's plain, but mm-hmm. the T is it is it a play on plane somehow? Like probably, like a, you're on a higher plane of thinking or something. something. Like that. I could see Eddie Bravo doing that on purpose. Yeah, <laughs> that's He's such a, an yeah. Eddie Bravo thing to do. Yeah. Do you still watch Eddie and like listen to Eddie on podcasts yeah, and stuff? I, I, love I, I met him whenever I visited nice. back in July, and I've been to a few of his seminars. He's a pretty chill guy. He kind of acts. He literally acts how he acts. That's what it him. seems like. He seems awesome. Yeah, and like, guy. I think people underrate how good he was as a competitor. Yeah. Like, you forget he was freaking legit, man. Yeah. Nice. What's your favorite 10th Planet submission? They got the weird ones. Oh, probably the Dead Orchard. I landed that one of the stout fights. Nice. One of the stout jiu-jitsu tournaments. That's Nate Orchard's move, right? Yeah. That's, I tagged what? him in and he didn't even look at my post. I was so upset. That's a dick move, Nate. Yeah. Come on, man. What? So, what's the difference between that and a regular triangle? Like, so the difference is a regular triangle, you have one arm in, and then the dead orchard, you have two arms in, oh. and you're attacking just the arms. It's not really a choke. It's okay. just like you're holding them in. And it's just very uncomfortable? Does it choke you or hurt your arms? Like what? It just, it gives, it, you're pretty much double arm barring them. Oh, okay. Yeah. That sounds miserable. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, let me just hurt everything that you have. Huh? Solid move. You gotta be really flexible to get the move, too. That's like, like most it's like you, things. You, once you're here and you you lift the leg up, if you're not like flexible, you can't really. I gotcha. Yeah. Did you see that video of the guy? I don't know who it was. It was a tenth planet guy, and he was like dislocating his knee on purpose and like bending his leg. Or, dude, let me see if I can find that. Hang on. We'll have Danny pull it up on the screen. Yeah, keep keep talking, and I'm going to try to find this. This is makes for good podcasting when someone just stops talking and looks on their phone. Well, imagine if there was a co-host that could keep it going. <laughs> Well, I mean, you are on the screen right now, so anyway. What's up, guys? I'm looking for a video. But I, I wasn't even planning on being... I'm sitting in because I, I was... You can't carry it. Yeah, so. I, well, I wouldn't have done you this asked if me you to save here. you. Unreal. Unbelievable. Unreal. I gotta, gotta carry him. Dude, I got, I got him. He's heavy, him. too. Like, he was too... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thick He's, boy. With his uh, I'm extra... Gonna- Come on, dude. This is great. Come on. Like, let's have more of this. We should do this more. I honestly, I heard a lot of feedback from listeners that said, I would love if you guys just stopped Scroll, talking. Scrolled on your phone. <laughs> Scroll, 
No, they said just yeah. stop talking. So that's what I'm trying I would, to do. There's a chance Zoomer. I would actually watch your podcast if you guys didn't talk. Zoomer asked me to Everyone's stop talking. talking. <laughs> Zoomer zooms it. Have you seen him? Mm-mm. Dude, there's a guy that like taunts us all the time. It's amazing. On like he's, every he's post, he'll just dude. like he'll just like try to like he's half serious and ha- and it's it's 100% hilarious, but he'll like be like you're not real podcast like he did that the other day to yeah, you yeah. like you aren't a real podcaster you suck like it's hilarious and then we'll be like zoom like i still like, love him like we told him that like comma retired because of him like he's like i know i'd retire him like <laughs> oh my god he wants to fight for us and we won't let him because he doesn't train at a gym like what, what wait i don't know miguel's like Tell him to come down to Stout on Saturday. Boomer, his name's like Boomer Zoom Zoom or something. Like I don't know what his. Oh, I'll, I'm gonna find him for it. This oh, will make now, it really now, good. We got two phones now. Two now we're both. Miguel, get your phone out, dude. I, I feel like we're leaving you out now. Hey, hey, hey! I found it. I found it. Boomer nice. Zoom Zoom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I've seen that, dude. Like what? What is happening? Look at this. Okay, this is where we. I wish edit. I was that flexible. Yeah, I'll edit this into the yeah. video so that people can also enjoy. Did you see the the uh, first part? Not really. No. What is that noise? Oh, this just added sound. Yeah, I think they're just adding like ratchets in. I thought it was a girl at first when I was watching. Them. Dude, I don't understand that. Like, wait, you, wait, you guys can't do that. <laughs> Is there like a heavy emphasis on training flexibility within yeah, a tenth planet system? Sure. Yeah. 100%. What do you do? Do you do yoga or anything? I personally don't. But I just have really flexible hips. So just like I naturally flexible. Yeah. Normally, really unathletic people have really flexible hips. That's yeah, very see? common. Like I said, <laughs> I was a super unathletic. <laughs> I I I think you might think that, but like you were a picture of someone who looks athletic. the part of being athletic. Yeah. You should have seen me as a kid. I was just a super skinny, like wheezing kid. Like where's my, where's my inhaler? Yeah, super skinny wheezing kid. <laughs> yeah. When did you start to grow out of asthma? Do you remember how old you were? Uh, I mean, I had asthma like my first few fights. So I want to say oh, like dang. Six, 15, 16. Yeah. You, were you Greg Hardying it between rounds? Yeah, I've had I had that happen one time. <laughs> nice. Uh, it was one of my one of my Muay Thai fights, and I was like, I can't breathe. I think I'm done. He's oh. like, You're not quitting on the stool. <laughs> I was like, okay. I guess Trial by fire. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Hey, if it's if it's the difference between like having to quit or taking an asthma inhaler and them making you quit, I'd rather like take my yeah. chance yeah. for sure. I think I want to ask Miguel about this because this, who are we? Oh, Steve Dawson from Stout. You know, he just opened Fat Butcher. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We were talking to him about this. Ryan brought it up. He's like, I don't understand why in a fight, like guys tap out from chokes way too often. Like you should just go out. You should always. Not always. Them. No, I, I, I did not say that. I said <laughs> when you're pro and it's a, it's a, like a rear naked choke or something. I've seen so many guys lose track of time and tap, and the the, the bell was gonna ring. Like I, I was like, if it's a rear naked tap, like you, you I just, think the reason is because if you uh, rear naked choke, not a rear naked tap. If you tap. get slept with a choke compared to tapping, your suspension is like 
three times as long. That's a good point, too. But, That's but, true. But it's a month to three months, and your suspension is only like... Like, like, like you're probably you're not, not gonna taking fight a fight. Then. Yeah. And no one, Kevin Holland. no one honors the suspension in the gym. Like, <laughs> yeah. the suspension's really like... For the state. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's supposed to be. You're supposed to not train for during your suspension. True. That never happened. Yeah. It also just doesn't feel great on your neck. <laughs> it's like, ow. This also hurts. So let me ask you this. Who is someone that, like, you trained with? Because you've trained in lots of different gyms. Who's someone that you trained with for the first time that you were like, whoa, like this person's way better or way different than I thought? Do you ever like start rolling with someone? And be like, I didn't think this person was gonna like be trouble. Um, probably like my jujitsu coach in Tenth Planet because he's the same size as me. So I was like, huh, this shouldn't be too bad. And then I got like destroyed, and I've gotten destroyed ever since. I, I, like, <laughs> it I hasn't stopped. I don't do good at all. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with him. But that, but that was like, has there been anyone that you like saw compete or you saw like, and then you got into the like room with them and you're like oh this is gonna i'll have to take it easy and then they like took it to you or something like not took it to you but like showed you like oh i did not think they were this good um i don't think so i i don't really underestimate people i, mm-hmm. I kind of like expect like they're gonna be the next like khabib you know <laughs> even if they're just off the street treat it like it's the best person ever that's yeah. a good mentality i think and to like flip the question, I think a lot of people would pick you, Miguel. Like just yeah, from what I've heard I've from people, this. yeah. Like everybody says, everybody I talk to is like Miguel, dude. Like Miguel is that guy in the train. Like he's good at everything, so they might pick you for that. Yeah, I've been told that a lot. That I'm just that guy that they're like, eh, yeah. Who, who the fuck is that? <laughs> and then I'm just there. Yeah. Boom. And then, then you're awesome. And then I'm now I'm at the bat factory. <laughs> yeah. See you later. I got another no, session. Here. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Roasted. Boom, boom. What's his name? Zoomer. Zoomer, Zoomer boom, Zoomer boom. Zoomer, Zoomies. Dude, you got to follow Zoomer for sure. He's our biggest fan. He, well, <laughs> we have another biggest fan, but he's he's one ah. of our biggest fans. Like, he hates on us all the time. It's awesome. he's, like, k- kind of joking and kind of just funny and, like, probably somewhat, probably more serious than I think because I think he's hilarious. Mm-hmm. But he's pretty classic. Do you get haters on instagram or anything i know a lot of fighters have problems with like commenters just being obnoxious and being dumb i've had people like put hate comments and i'll just say i appreciate the honesty and then they delete their comments most of the time it's like oh come on uh, man. they yeah. felt bad <laughs> yeah, you, you yeah. could have been like screw you and then it starts this argument but you're like you're a nice person and i appreciate yeah you are like exceedingly kind, man. I'll say like every interaction I've ever had yeah. with you, like very kind and respectful. Is that your upbringing? Like, yeah, I, just... I think it's just the Filipino in me. Like, you've, gotcha. you've probably seen Manny Pacquiao fight. Like, he's always was like that too. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just the Filipino like personality because that's just how the people are. Mm, gotcha, dude. I'm excited to watch you fight again. I know that. Like, I'm, I'm ready excited. for this card, December seventeenth. Monroeville, a different place. Yeah. Are you excited to be yeah. in Monroeville instead? My, my first jiu-jitsu tournament was in Monroeville Convention Center, so it'll be nice to go back. Full circle. Turn. Yeah. Full circle against a BJJ brown belt. Right. Are you ranked in jiu-jitsu? Because I assume you mostly do no gi, but uh, I don't think I am. What do you think you would be? Oh, oh, you mean like belt wise? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm still a blue belt. Okay, you're I've a been blue a blue belt, belt since 2017. Yeah. But what do you think you would be? 
I don't know. <laughs> it's like you consistently trained gi. I'm not sure. Like, do you roll with black belts at the yeah. gym and feel comfortable? Uh, maybe not black belts. <laughs> okay, I, fair. I, I, I have good rolls with, with purples and browns. Okay, nice. So, do you talk any smack when you're, like, rolling with guys and training yeah. with guys? Okay, so you're... You, you'll... Me and Lucas always talk shit to each okay. other. And me and t- my buddy Tucker, too. Gotcha. Because you're just so quiet and respectful that I yeah. can't... I, I Like... I'm trying to get something out of you, and you're like, "No, I'm I'm good. I'm nice. I'm nice. I'm just a nice guy." I I I showed my fierceness in the cage. You really do. That's what I was gonna say. It's wild to have that personality, but you are like such a finishing instinct kind of fighter. Like you're violent in the cage. Like it's all about I'm knocking you out or submitting you. Like I'm yeah, not I here really, to be I really, boring. I really flip that switch. What is that like? When do you flip? Um. So if if any if anybody like records me whenever I warm up. I'd make this switch where I scream as loud as I can. It's like a war cry. And after I do that war cry, I'm just different. Dude, that's sick. I'm going to be like listening for this. Dude, I <laughs> think you should do, You should change it up. Have you ever seen Over the Top? Mm-mm. I think it's called Over the Top. Is, is that, that right? I don't know. It's the Sly Stallone arm wrestling movie. I'm, you I'm, got Okay, you got to watch it. But anyway, you know, Sylvester Stallone, he's like, he's a quote waiting to happen. But right. He he used to uh, like, what was his name of his character? I can't remember. But he would wear his hat, and if if he flipped his hat, uh, like it was on. Oh, you like, flipped your hat in this interview, dude. Was oh, that yeah. that was the move? Yeah, yeah well, that's it. He, he's, nice. he's saying like December seventeenth, <laughs> getting here on. quick. It may have been after we announced the fight. He was like, oh, I got a fight. Let me oh flip yeah, this for yeah. you, dude. It's gonna be a phenomenal fight. We're excited to have you again. These guys know like. I, I we've been trying to get you on cards forever yeah. as obviously you know as well like it was awesome that you finally got to debut for us like what did you think of the the show itself what was it like fighting for us it was nice man i really liked it uh and i, I liked how like professional the videos are looking and stuff like that it's really cool we've uh we've spent a lot of a lot of time and a lot of money on <laughs> making our videos look good for sure we have a really cool setup right now shout out parm the cameraman with like the big robo cage and everything i don't did you notice him during the fight who was it he was like the guy that filmed you walking out and stuff he had like a huge uh camera on a mount on his chest uh, i don't remember i my yeah. walkout i got sprinted to the cage uh, yeah we missed it uh, well, yeah so in in your post fight interview and like when they're announcing your name, there was this camera guy that had like a robo unif like with the with the with a camera on it. It's robo with that pump. camera on it. Okay, yeah. yeah so I'm like Charles pump. Oliveira blind, so I don't really see what's in front of me. So I probably didn't even notice him. You're like hi. Yeah. You just wear contacts or what? No, I don't. I Dude. just I just go <laughs> what? blind. You just love it. You're like, yeah, I don't need to Wait, see. So you know when you go pro? Well. When you go pro, you're gonna have to take eye tests. Yeah, I okay. passed them. Okay. For boxing. Okay. Gotcha. You just memorize the list. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you get them. Really Edit that out and never yeah. let Serb yeah. see yeah. that. No, yeah, that's out. Serb, Serb <laughs> doesn't care enough to watch this. No, yeah, you're but right. Someone c- but someone until I get him on the show. Yeah. <laughs> which I do want to do. Great Serb, let's let's do it. He would be. <laughs> I, I I have to stop. I have to stop. <laughs> You're gonna get your license revoked. <laughs> he doesn't need this chair. He'd be this is perfect height for him. Oh, <laughs> that's a low. Blow. I'm just stopping. That's a low blow, stopping. Ryan. I love Greg. I do, dude. You're like two inches taller than him. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah, I don't. Yeah. Oh, Greg, I we got him. You. We got him started now. We got him started. But no, dude, we're we're stoked for the fight. 
Chance Grillo, super game opponent, man. Mm-hmm. He he's they've never turned down a fight that we we were just talking. I was talking about it with Danny Palm. Like he's got Ferdaws was his debut with us, and now you like best of the best Pittsburgh yeah. amateurs, and this dude just is stepping up. Like yeah, I'll fight him. I really he's like yeah, you have someone. Okay, I'm in. I, I'll take that. I don't really care what they do. I'm I'm game. Is that cool to know that you're facing a guy like yeah. that? Like I mean, Austin was like that too. Yeah, definitely. Austin, yeah, love that. Yeah, guy so they've fought common opponents. That's funny. Like you and Edwin just f- like running through the, the you know. Hey, maybe, through- maybe after this fight, I'll fight the guy that fought Edwin. Maybe I'll fight Cameron Sandoval. <laughs> Sandoval. Sandoval. I like that fight. Actually. Sandoval. Sandoval. <laughs> Sandoval. Maybe, maybe me and him will fight for the 145 title. I think is he going pro? Uh, so I don't know actually. I was talking to his coach Kelly Anunson, and I think they'll go pro for the right guy or stay amateur for the right guy. I don't mm. think they're really like. Then there it is. Let's wait, wait, call one, him up. One fight at a time. One fight at a time. Yeah. Don't want to put any disrespect on the chance. True. Though. Absolutely. Me and him are gonna have a good fight. Absolutely. So funny enough with Cam Sandoval, he's like, like I'm sure you saw him in that fight. He's Jack. Like dude yeah, is built huge. like shredded. Kelly said he walks around at like 138. Yeah, some people are just built. Different. It's so weird. He's like, when he's pro, he's going to be a flyweight. Really? 100%. Yeah. Which is crazy. That's not even... What? Yeah, he's like... He does not look like he can make 125, but Kelly's like, dude, make it Wait, easy. what was... Was their... Their fight was at 40, 40 right? 140, yeah. So he, he weighed in, what, like 130? He had to, like, drink... Yeah, I think he came in a little under. Nuts. Huh. But, yeah, he looks like a 45. Like, if you just see him, you'd be like, dude, he's a pretty big 45. No. Yeah, but he's got bird amateur bird. 45 and pro 45. Those yeah, are that's different. like comparing me to De Jesus. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, a little different. So at pro, you're going to be 35. 100%. 100%. 100%. Do you think you can make 25? No. Okay. Definitely not. I okay. have a hard time making 30. I didn't think so either. Okay. Yeah. But but you have a little bit of hair now. You could cut that hair off like that really? girl did. And then you'd make weight. That's how it works. That's what I'm going to do on the 16th. I'm just going to cut my hair. Lose 20 <laughs> yeah, pounds. That is so not fair. <laughs> Every time I've weighed, I've wet my hair down to yep. see where my weight was. Yep. Now I'm going to just shave it. I might. Dude, I did. Just shave your head. Dude, not, I, I got to tell you. Skull it. I, I do think you you aren't as ugly as you look with that much hair. I'm just saying. Like, that picture of you with your hair, like, nice. like not long. Yeah. Like, I look more handsome like that? I think so. Hmm. Like, I'm not more handsome, but less hideous. <laughs> Is that better? Yeah, that's that's more accurate. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe He's I'll over bring there it back. Like, those, those two are being mean to each other. They're terrible. Yeah. Oh, that's the way you have to talk to each okay. other. Okay. I yeah. just, I, yeah. <laughs> that's okay. how you bond. I, yeah, yeah, that yeah, is. Exactly. That is. Exactly. That's, that's how gets it. I always tell Danny, I'm like, Danny, the day Danny works like full time for me and Paul. And I say, Danny, the day that me and Paul aren't giving you a hard time, like, just that, start looking for a yeah. new job. Get like, worried. That's the day you need to worry. So on that level, I've heard that Wilkins is the absolute king trash talker. Is this true or false? Yeah, he, he definitely does his <laughs> trash talking. I mean, I, I don't really talk that much when it comes to that stuff. So I, I he doesn't say anything to me. Okay. But yeah. So you're not much of a target for him. Mm-mm. It was, again, Steve Dawson, the fat fat butcher. He, he was saying that like everybody on Wilkins's coaching tree as well, like Vince Mang and now Christian Schaefer, like they're all just trash talking machines and he's like it's all because of wilkins like wilkins oh, yeah. started all of this i love that dude trash talking super fun let's talk some trash 
you and Chance, the two biggest trash talkers in regional <laughs> MMA. Well, so it would be the nicest banter ever. Yeah, they'd be like, "Yeah, you look nice too." <laughs> yeah, I like your haircut. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, you could part it down. Uh, I'm gonna have to part it for you. It's all right. <laughs> like boom, roasted. <laughs> The air horn. <laughs> <laughs> the air horn. Really. Yeah, there we go. All right, dude. So we're going to get you a Michael Myers sound for our board. That's a fact. But now, like, you want to shout out any sponsors or anything like that? What else you got going on in your life that you want to um, give some love? Uh, like I said, shout out to uh, the Hurt Locker. Shout out to my sponsors, Old Mexico Restaurant, Two Fight Bros. Uh, shout out my homie Tucker Rogers, Lucas Siebert, Alan Liu, Mason DeLess, all my homies also fighting that night. Uh, Tim Bailey. There's a bunch. Wait, of there's fighting. other fights. There's other night? people. There's fighting other that fights. Night? Nobody yeah. knows this yet, Miguel. But that's oh, good. No, no. You're oh, good, so dude. just you're so you know, as we were sitting here, so you know, we do things a little differently. You know, I let him on a leash, and but then I'll see what he does, and I'll say, hey, maybe we should have done this or whatever, and like mm-hmm. you know, second guess everything he does, pretty much. Mm-hmm. But so like today he announced was it today? Yeah. Today he announced like tickets are on sale, you can buy them now. Like yeah. there was someone while we were sitting here, did you see it? Uh-uh. That said, maybe if you announce who was on the card in some fight. Oh, hey, hold on. If they would just announce who was on the card, I'm certain there would be many more tickets sold. <laughs> So I was telling him like we should probably announce a fight and announce okay, tickets are now on sale. And Unreal. and so he kind of reversed it and now he's being mocked by people. You can't win, dude. That's that's the life. That's the life of a promoter for sure that I'm figuring out. No matter what you do, it's wrong. wrong yeah. yeah. It yeah. doesn't matter. I mean, we're gonna announce fights for whoever that was. Like obviously we're gonna announce fights and sell like People don't buy tickets until the week of the show anyway. Like you get some and for sure you get little bumps here and there, but most the people weeks like, the week of the fight's crazy. Yeah. That's what what I'm going to enjoy is when we start selling so many tickets that like people that wait till the last minute can't we're get like, them. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm, like, sorry about that. We sold them all. But Monroeville, we literally can sell as many as yeah, we want. Yeah. Like, that place huge. is huge. Yeah. The meadows, we really can't. Yeah, the meadows we're the last fight was interesting, but like I think we're going to sell out like in 2023. Like mm-hmm. we're gonna, we totally we were really close to selling out. We had like a handful of tickets left for the first show. Second show, we we had tickets left. There was a bunch going on that night in Pittsburgh, like Smashing mm-hmm. Pumpkin. There was just a bunch of weird things that we kept having people tell us, like, "Oh, we wanted to be there, but like we already had this booked." And it's like, man. Just it was, it was a bad date. We didn't yeah. know that ahead of time. Yeah, you it happens. Live. It happens, man. It's a good date for me. <laughs> I was gonna say, decent date for you. Yeah, good. Yeah, date. you had a you had a nice nice uh, group of fans there. Yeah, had a lot of people. Yeah, dude, there was a lot of support for you. Obviously, you know. I think we, my fight was louder than Kama's for like the m- amount of support. Might have probably because it's my hometown, though. That's probably why. I think that helped for sure. Do you think like do you expect to have the same kind of support in Monroeville? Yeah. Nice. Cool. Freaking Miguel Francisco. Excited to have you here, dude. Thanks for Fighting for us, but also in the studio, man. This is an awesome oh, yeah. podcast. Appreciate you stopping in after work. I know it's a little out of the way, but I hope you like the studio, man. Yeah, we'll it's s- nice. We'll see you for sure December 16th. And we'll be, like, real skinny then. You want yeah, like, so we're super skinny. Yeah, yeah you I'll too. look like a ghoul. <laughs> hey, all in good company. Let's ghoul out on December 16th. December 17th, Miguel fights Chance Grillo. Brawl in the Berg 15. Tickets are on sale. 
247fighting.com. Dot com. Let's go. Peace out. <laughs>